Welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and we've got Mike Parkinson of the Linville Soy Hawks, a state-ranked uh, program. Welcome to the program, Coach. Thanks a lot. I'm really excited to be on uh, Round Guy Podcast here. Excited to talk to you, Dave, and uh, looking forward to a good conversation. Well, before we get into talking about the, this season, so uh, 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 games and stuff, but I want to kind of go over the team a little bit. First, tell me a little bit about your tight ends and your offensive line. Well, yeah, you know, that's the best part of uh, any any football teams, that, those guys up front, those big dogs that want, that want to eat. And uh, we, we've got a, a great group of young men up front, uh, led by some seniors, and, and uh, excited about that that group of guys all, all season long. We actually uh, – we graduated three of our seniors from that line last year and and uh, lost another guy due, due to some health things. And, and so we had one returning starter. We went to our team and we said, hey, we need some linemen. We need some guys to step up. And and uh, we had a bunch of guys step up. So some leaders for us up front. It really starts right in the middle with uh, Tyson Jansen, who's our center. He's the returning center, and he's kind of the, the rock in the middle that we need. Uh, we're a shotgun team, so he's got a lot on his plate to be able to snap that ball back there and, and make those blocks, reach down, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, and then to his right and left, he's got two other guys that are really, really good athletes uh, with uh, one of our guards, Lane Fisk, who was more of a fullback type guy last year for us. And then uh, and then uh, Mathis Torres, who is uh, another really athletic uh, runner type guard. Um, and then to round out kind of what we do up front, we're an unbalanced offense. So our unbalanced side. Uh, Jacob Fogel is another senior who put a ton of time in. And then actually on that unbalanced side, we got to start now with a freshman on the outside, Dawson James. He's done a great job in camp, and he's got a great, great future in front of him. You mentioned tight ends. So our tight end is, is Keegan DeWitt this year. He's a, he's a junior uh, kid with a lot of drive and a, and a great uh, great football mentality, and he's going to be a good one as well. And can't forget about some of these other guys at block. We're a pretty heavy run team. And, extension of our line is a position we call our hammer. It's kind of a quasi fullback. Uh, you know, some offenses call it a sniffer back. We just call him a hammer. And uh, that's played by Bryce Richards, uh, another senior. So the, those guys do a tremendous amount of blocking in our offense because we're an unbalanced single one team and we love to run the football. Um, and so we, we really depend on those guys to, to get a lot of people moved. Well, let's talk about that running game. You're, you're backed and you're fullbacks and, and uh, who all's get involved in this running game. You bet. Well, we're, we try to be uh, a different attack. We try to be a team that that doesn't lean on one guy in particular. Where we have a, a lot of a lot of different attacks. Uh, maybe a few to the strong side, a few to our quick side, uh, some inside, some outside. And really starts up up with uh, the two guys that we have right in the backfield with our quarterback and tailback, and then with our wing player. So uh, our our main back in the backfield is quarter down harder. He's a junior. Uh, he rushed for 1,300 or so yards last year. Uh, last week he had uh, over 100 yards rushing and uh, on, on 11 carries. And, and two, then to his outside on the wing uh, is Kyle Squires, a senior. And he, he's a kid that's just got a tremendous drive and tremendous heart and uh, our strongest kid on the football team. And uh, extension of the blocking, you know, system as well out there but those two guys are they're two-headed monster and, and that attack that those two guys bring uh both inside and outside and, and on on base run plays and counter plays they're, they're just phenomenal athletes quarter's got uh, a lot of grit determination he's really fast and and kyle's just a tough kid to bring down he squats 500 pounds and, 
and uh, cleans 315. So he, he's a kid that's he's a workhorse, and when he's coming off the edge on things, he's pretty darn good. So, uh, and then our, our quarterback's Landon Montgomery, who's a sophomore, and and he's you know he's a kid that uh, played a lot of JV force last year, but he's really stepped into uh, a. a important position and we ask our quarterback to do some blocking for us not many offenses do that they don't really look at their you know you think of a typical spread offense they're not looking at their quarterback to say hey on on sweep go block that go block that linebacker but we do that with our quarterback so we need somebody to step up and Landon's been a kid that's done a great job at camp for us and uh, we have another quarterback that's that sees some time as well his name's Lucas Seek he's a junior so we feel really confident about those two spots and and uh, last year we we had a different kid playing quarterback, and his name was Connor Maston. He's out at out at our split receiver position, um, and I'll tell you, he's he's a heck of a good athlete. It was hard to move him out of there because I think he led the team in pancake blocks last year from the quarterback spot. So those two guys I mentioned got some work cut out for him when we run our you know our our sweep plays, and the quarterback's got a block. But uh, at the end of the day, um, some of those other guys coming in there, uh, I can't I can't not mention the the young backs that we that we have coming up to CJ Nickel he's a junior I say young but he hasn't played a t- ton of varsity but uh, he had a great game Friday night and, and then uh, Caleb Bray is another kid who uh, has kind of transitioned back to the to the running back position and a senior kid but he's going to have a good season too coming in and getting the ball uh, so I love what we have on offense. We've got a ton of weapons and these kids got a tremendous amount of heart and drive and, and they love football. And that's what, uh, I think that's what make this, makes this team a good team. Well, uh, let's talk about the other side of the ball. Uh, let's start with the defensive line. Yeah. So as far as defensive line goes, uh, a lot of familiar names that I, that I just mentioned, uh, that group on the O line is, is essentially our defensive line. And uh, it's really anchored down on on the two outsides sometimes we play an odd front sometimes an even front uh but about the same four guys are rotating in and uh, Mathis Torres is an exceptional defensive uh defensive end defensive lineman uh he just is he's just got a ton of go in him um young man he's a senior but but man that he just has uh, the, one of the quickest first steps off the ball that that I've seen kids at, at our level have, and, and he is a uh, he really disrupts back there. That's what I probably say. He's probably the best at disruptor type player. Uh, then the two other seniors that are up front for us on the defensive line, Tyson Jansen and and uh, Jacob Fogel, two guys that are uh, they're just they just battle in there, and I love what they do. They're they're not humongous guys. Uh, they're a little over two hundred, kind of in that area, and. But they are uh, they they love to battle in there, and then uh, that freshman I mentioned, uh, Dawson James, who who comes in and plays pretty well for us. He's he's trying to anchor that other defensive end spot down. So that's a pretty darn group of young men, and, and we get some other guys stepping in there and, and playing. But that's kind of the core group of those guys. Well, let's talk about uh, your linebackers in your backfield. You bet. Um, you know, I I would probably pick these two guys off off of any team in, in Class A. Uh, or, or any level for that matter. They're, they're two guys that, that work hard, that have great vision. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a little biased, I'm sure, <laughs> as most coaches probably are, about about their players. And, and we're, we absolutely love these two linebackers. And, and they're, they're guys that are leaders on the defense and they make sure we're in the right look and, and uh, adjusting our front uh, according to what the plan is. And it starts with Kyle Squires and and he's a three-year starter in there, and, and Lane Fisk, three-year starter, both seniors. Those two guys are 
they're they're battle tested and they understand the concept, they understand the game. They're super coachable and and uh, when they show up, they they will hit. So, pretty fun group of guys to coach and and they're really good. Uh, um, leaders and role models for our next group of, of backers, which I think are some young kids coming up that's got a, they, that have a lot of potential as well. So uh, our two outside guys, we, we typically run more of a 44 defense, but uh, mentioned Bryce Richards already on, on the offensive side as our hammer. Um, and then uh, C.J. Nickel, I mentioned him as a running back as well, so a senior and a junior there. Those two guys, aggressive players. CJ's a, CJ's a great blitzer. Um, they both do a nice job in the, in the past game. And, and so Bryce is a really versatile athlete as well. So it's kind of a theme for us this year, I think, is these guys that are just really versatile players. Uh, we don't have a tremendous amount of, of size really, maybe as compared to other teams, but we have speed and, and versatility and, and, uh, uh, makes us, uh, it makes us pretty, pretty solid anywhere you go. Well, uh, talk to me about your special teams. We kind of, uh, round guy radio here. We're kind of, uh, uh, pay particular attention to the special teams. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll throw those uh, defensive backs in there because they kind of are the, the key components of special teams for us. So really the one of the leaders we have in the secondary uh, is uh, is Connor Mastin. He's our split receiver and mentioned his ability out there. And he's been an outstanding free safety for us now for a couple of years. And he's a great uh, great hitter. He's he's uh, exceptional when the ball's in the air. And, and uh, boy, that, that young man, uh, he does a little bit of everything for us in the special teams, as I mentioned. He's he's our, our punter. I think he could go somewhere and punt if he wanted to. If he wants to be a defensive back somewhere, he could do that as well. Like uh, he's, he's just an all-around uh, great, great athlete and with a great attitude. And um, he actually uh, – one of two blocked punts on Friday night against Pleasantville. He was, he was one of them. So he does, you know, he rushes the punter. He is the punter. Uh, he holds our kicks and uh, uh, he does a pretty good job on kickoff coverage. Sometimes he's our kicker on kickoff and he's the guy that makes the tackle. So uh, if that tells you anything about who that guy is, but quarter uh, uh, down harder, I'd mentioned him on offense. He's one of our corners and, and uh, he's also, he's one of our return guys. Um, does a nice job in punt return. He, he catch those returns really well, and, and uh, kickoff return guy. He's dangerous back there because of his speed, and uh, he's back there with Caleb Ray, who's another one of our corners. Uh, does a great job in coverage, and, and uh, the same with return game. He's one of our return guys, and he's got a lot of quickness and speed and, and good hands. So those, you know, those three guys, and I mentioned Keegan Dewitt on the offensive line as a tight end. He he had a punt. He blocked a punt as well last Friday night against Pleasantville. He's another one of our safeties and involved in a lot of our special teams so as far as that goes we, we take a ton of pride in our special teams and and uh, we really believe we, we treat it as an offense and defensive play and we want to uh, you know we want to utilize a, a variety of schemes we, we believe in you know different looks on punt different looks on on PAT field goal and and uh, you know trying to trying to give the the other team some fits when uh, you know I, I know this about scouting and prepping for games and those things that uh, the, the more you do, the harder it is to prepare for you. And, and so I want to do things that are simple to us and, and complicated to them. And, and that's what we try to do without, uh, you know, without goofing it up a little bit. So, uh, but as far as special teams go, we, we want to try to make a play on there and, and we set goals every week for our offense, defense and our special teams. And we don't want that to be the, <laughs> you know, the, the thing that we leave out we've lost some games uh in my 12 years here because of special teams and so we we always try to take the, the mentality that that's 
that's the phase of the game where, where it's really truly won and lost. Uh, whether it has to do with field position or uh, block kicks or, you know, special teams uh, scores. So pretty important area. Okay. Uh, let's, let's, uh, you open the season. Uh, did you open the season at home or on the road? Oh, sorry. Can you repeat that, Dave? I didn't did you open the that. season at home or on the road? Yeah, we, we opened the season. Uh, we were at home uh, last week against Pleasantville. What, what was uh, the score of the game? The score of that game? Yes, please. Yes, it was 32 to 7. Uh, it started out kind of like a little slugfest in the first half. Um, Pleasantville's got some really, really athletic kids, and they got some big kids. Uh, it, it looked like it was going to be a knockdown dragout game for four quarters. And then in the second quarter, 0-0, uh, zero, zero, and we ended up blocking a punt uh, and scooped it up at the 10-yard line. And then we scored the next uh, – I think it might have been the next play or two. And then that following series, we – uh, intercepted a pass and the very next play we we hit a deep throw down the middle to uh to counter Maston uh for a for a score and then that very next series we blocked another punt and scooped it up at around the 10 yard line and, and the next play we scored so there was about a five minute moment in that second quarter where it just we just exploded on the scoreboard and we were up 20 nothing at halftime and uh, and Ple- Pleasantville did a great job in the second half responding, and I think their coaches did a great job at halftime making some adjustments because they came out and they scored right away. Uh, they marched down the field and scored. And, but uh, I think what I, I love about that game the most and my, probably the thing that we did that uh, was the brightest thing for us on on the night, and we did a lot of great things. You know, I mentioned blocking two punts and, and uh, you know finishing in the red zone and that kind of stuff. That's important, but uh, I think – the way we answered after their touchdown drive, we got the ball back and we put together about a 70 yard drive to score. And uh, that was kind of the moment when we looked at each other and we all thought like, okay, we got something here. Like this could be a, a team that could be pretty, t- pretty darn tough if we continue to get better. And, and uh, so we ended up uh, getting the ball back and scoring one more actually. So it was a, it was a great game and it was against a, a, a tough opponent. So we love seeing, we love seeing good competition like that. So it was a good opener, and, and uh, now this weekend, uh, to, now we head to uh, North Mahaska, a, uh, a nearby rival for us. So that should be a great ball game, and uh, looking forward to a, a rivalry game like that. Well, we'll, we'll get to talking about that game, but uh, uh, I want to go over this game a little bit. Uh, you know, it sounds like the theme of this game from listening to you was your special teams put you in a position to win this game over and over again. Um, it seems like a good place to start. Uh, tell me about your kickers. Uh, uh, tell me about some of these guys that blocked punts and recovered the ball. Uh, who who was shining on special teams? Yeah, you bet. Um, you know, really, you can put yourself in a good position in special teams if you do a good job on defense. And uh, our our defense early in that game played absolutely lights out. Uh, we had kind of pinned Pleasantville back a little bit, and. Uh, you know, we, we really believe in field position and we'll play field position sometimes versus trying to go for it. I know as a play caller, I, I call our plays. And we'll get to, you know, the 40-yard line or so, and you get that itch to go for it on fourth down. And you got to be disciplined if you want to win in the field position game. And early in the game, Connor Maston, our punter, uh, I think he put it down at about the five-yard line, and I think we actually downed it around the two. And uh, we ended up getting a three and out, getting the ball back. Um, didn't score, but we still played that field position game where we were still always on the on the on the right side of the fifty, um, and then that eventually led to that pump block in the second quarter, 
uh, where uh, that was Keegan DeWitt who blocked the first one. And then the second one was blocked by Connor Maston. Um, almost just mirror images of it. Same con- same kind of thing that had happened. And, uh, just the execution on those two pump blocks that we had uh, was something we had just installed earlier that week. Um, we were taking a look at some a different strategy and a different way to go after the punt. And, and uh, it was a little bit of Beamer ball. I, I grew up kind of as a fan of uh, – Oh, uh, you know, and, and grew up in Northwest Iowa, and, and when I was young, uh, Virginia Tech was really, really good, and I uh, just kind of became a fan of Virginia Tech a little bit. I, um, I root for the local colleges. You know, I'm an Iowa State fan. I'm a big Kansas City Chiefs fan, but then yeah, that Vatech influence was a little bit. So wanted to have something special teams a little bit like uh, what what Beamer Ball would do, and, and be aggressive against punts, and, and that just it just really helped us in that game find some uh, find some momentum early and and uh i heard a stat once about block block kicks and uh, it's a kind of a crazy stat and i forget who had done all this number number crunching but they went back to a, a whole bunch of different games and and looked at the results of a game after a blocked punt and and uh it's it has held pretty true in my time as a coach if you can block a kick your chances of winning go go up pretty significantly so uh those are two humongous humongous plays uh but I mentioned Connor as a punter. He had, I think, three punts on the night, and they were all really well executed. Um, Lucas Seek kicks for us. Uh, he did a nice job kicking the ball off. Unfortunately, we didn't quite uh, knock any PATs through, or we did have a field goal blocked. Um, so we're going to work on that and keep getting better at that because he's a kid that can hit from 50 or, or more. Uh, he's got a great leg, so we see some potential in him as a, a junior kicker. And then, uh, you know, you can't – can't not mention those guys that are snapping the ball for you. So Lena Montgomery uh, is a kid that's, that long snaps for us right now, and he's done a great job, that sophomore quarterback I was talking about. So, you know, those guys, they they do a, a huge, huge, uh, you know, those the snaps and the holds and the kicks, they're, they're huge in a game. And, and, you know, if you can execute those in those smaller areas of the game, uh, it, it can lead to a lot, of, uh, a lot of positive things that end up on the scoreboard when the night's over. Yeah, so uh, go over some of your offensive and defensive uh, players for highlight, and then we'll get into uh, get into talking about North Mahaska. Yeah, just just in terms of the way the game went, um, you know, quarter down harder. Our our main back, he had uh, eleven carries for one hundred and one yards and a, and a touchdown, and um, that's for for him. That's kind of what we've come to expect with not a tremendous amount of carries, but but having some good yardage and. It was kind of a quieter hundred yards for him. Normally, he's he'll break a long runoff or something like that, and uh, we just had so many short fields. It it uh, you know when you block a, a two punts and you get the ball at the ten, that's kind of how it goes. But uh, you know he he did a great job staying patient with his runs. He had a couple long runs out to the sideline, um, and when we when we run those plays, we got a lot of guys out there leading the play, and it's really kind of a fun offense to watch. Uh, I think if you enjoy running the football, um, it's very much a different offense than, than what you might see uh, people do on, on Saturdays and Sundays and, quite frankly, Friday nights. But uh, So Corder had a great night on the ground. Uh, Kyle Squires, the, the other side of our offense, he, he uh, had five carries for 51 yards. So uh, our main two guys averaged somewhere between nine and ten yards a carry. And uh, – our senior, our other senior back had three, three for 28. Um, the other wing player for us had five for 34. So uh, really between, between that group of guys, we were able to rack up a, a pretty good chunk of yardage and, and uh, 
you know, do what we want to do in the, in the running attack and in the passing attack, we didn't have a, a ton of completions. We were two for four, uh, Landon Montgomery was, and, and really the big one that he had was a, the 51 yarder to counter Mastin for the touchdown, which followed, which was, uh, re- followed that interception in the second quarter. Um, so that takes me over to the defensive side, I guess. And that, that interception was by, uh, um, Keegan DeWitt, uh, junior safety. And, uh, he, it was about a 15-yard return, but it's just a big momentum play. And he was in the right spot. He's kind of lurking as that free safety might, you know, hanging out in the secondary, making sure nothing happens. And then he makes a great play on the ball. And uh, that was a that was a pretty special play because it sets up the, the next big one. Uh, as far as tackles go, um, biggest biggest tackle stats we had: uh, Lane Fisk, our senior linebacker, had six and a half. Uh, CJ Nickel, one of our outside backers, had five and a half. Kyle Squires had five and a half as well. Uh, Mathis Torres on the D line had two tackle for losses, and and uh, Tyson Jansen on the D line was right there as well with four and a half tackles. So, you know, we we took a lot. We were able to get a lot of tackles up on the front side of the ball, which is really what we're looking for. We we don't want to see our defensive backs uh, leading us in tackles, but uh, you know those those D linemen and, and those uh, linebackers, if they're cleaning up, then then we know we're we're doing the right thing uh, defensively. So they did a nice job giving up seven points. Uh, our goal every game is to give up less than 13. So if we can hold our opponent under 13, cause a couple turnovers and limit big plays, we'll, we know we'll be, uh, we'll, we'll be in the ball game. So uh, that's what that group did Friday night. And, and they take a lot of pride in doing that. Well, when you, when uh, your team packs it up and heads to uh, North Mahaska, you can throw the, the, the rankings out. You can throw the records out because this is a, this is a rivalry. This, this is what it's all about, isn't it, Coach? T- tell me just a little bit about this kind of rivalry here between your well, school absolutely. and yours. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, if you, if you ask anybody from Linville Sully that played back in the 80s, 70s and 80s, they would, they would probably say that Pleasantville is the biggest rival on our schedule. But uh, certainly within the last – uh, 30 years or so, North Mahaska has become a, a a great rival of ours, and and it goes that that runs through all all the sports that we have, and uh, I think we've got I think it's a good kind of rivalry. You know, there's it's uh, competitive, but there's not a uh, that bad blood type thing where uh, you know people have this disgust for each other. I, I think it's just a really good small town rivalry where the competition's high and. And there's a respect for your opponent, but at the same time, like you really want to go get that opponent, and and uh, that makes that environment really fun. So, looking forward to playing there. Um, they've uh, they've they've got uh, an awesome facility, and and they've done a nice job over there of of keeping you know things going uh, in a in a great direction. So, uh, anytime you get a chance to play against a rival, uh, that's that's just a it's a great opportunity for your kids and like you said you can throw the records out you can throw the rankings out we typically do that anyway uh we approach uh every game with a one and oh mentality and it's something we spend a lot of time talking with our guys about uh, you know they they see the ranking and they they see that kind of stuff and they hear the conversation and uh, a lot of t- a lot of the ways we approach things like this is we talk about like head in the clouds feet in the ground uh don't forget about that goal you have but but be in the moment, right? Live in the moment, play in the moment. And that's exactly what we uh, will take into the game Friday and and uh, not worry about all that other stuff. Well, we've got about five minutes left, but I want to hear a little bit about North Mahaska's team. 
who do they got that's going to give you some trouble? Uh, uh, what kind of athletes uh, do they have that uh, you're concerned about? Well, a couple things about North Mahaska that we've challenged our guys to uh, to try to rise to the occasion. Um, they, they got some really big kids up front. Their offensive defensive line, they, they've got some some large, large men on that line, and, and uh, they can play pretty physical. So we said this is the week where we learn how to – we either we either move or be moved, so uh, that's the challenge that we've put out there for those guys, and and I think they'll respond the right way. And uh, North Mahaska's got some some young athletes. Uh, they got a couple guys that are quick and run the ball really hard. Uh, this the young kid, their tailback. He he's a hard runner. He, I think he had 150 yards last week. So uh, certainly we got to know where he's at and and rally to the ball. And, uh, their quarterback's young, a young kid. He's a sophomore, but uh, I think he's got uh, some potential too. He's a really quick runner, and uh, he's pretty elusive. So we're going to have to contain contain those guys and and, and rally to the football and, and do our job. So on the other side of the ball, we just need to execute up front and, and uh, do what we do. That's kind of our our mentality because uh, we've seen a little bit of everything from defenses and so we don't quite know what exactly they're going to do uh based on the nature of you know when you run an unbalanced offense and when you run a more of like a traditional single wing type system uh you just never know what you're going to see on a friday night so we come into the game saying we're we're going to do what we do and and our objective is to is to move people and and uh put ourselves in good situations so that'll be my challenge for the o-line is is to uh Get, move those big bodies and open holes for the backs and and uh, for the quarterbacks, receivers run you know run good routes and, and make make good decisions. Put us in put us in winning uh, positions on offense and, and defense and in special teams so so we can uh, get the job done. Well, one last question here for you: How can how can our listeners follow uh, your team through social media, through streaming, through radio broadcast? What are the opportunities to to take a look at this Linville Solar team? Yeah, you know, we, we love uh, anybody to follow us that, that, that can. Uh, there's a couple great places to follow us. Uh, first and foremost, I'll, I'll mention our, our photographer. He comes to every single game. His name's Randy, uh, Randy Taylor. Uh, he takes pictures. It's, it's called Taylor Photography, and you can get on Facebook, and you can see all these pictures that he takes of all of our games. It's not just football. It's volleyball, basketball, cross country. You name, you name the sport. He's at, he's at every single thing taking pictures. And uh, he does a phenomenal job. So those are awesome. And people can get uh, print copies and, and get those from him. I think you just ask and maybe pay, pay a little bit. But uh, he does a phenomenal job. We, we have uh, uh, our school's Twitter account and Facebook account. Uh, you can have access to those, you know, those things, and that's a good way to follow us. Uh, we're in the process right now of upgrading our live streaming service, so eventually we'll be able to live stream uh, a little bit uh, better here at Linville Sully. And so that's in the process, and that'll be on the, NF, the NFHS network. So we'll we'll pump that out to fans, and that'll be on our school's website. So I think that's probably the best place I can direct people to, to start following Linville Sully football would be our, our school's website, lshawks.com. And uh, – you can you can find our our Twitter Twitter stuff there and and some of the other stuff. So, but we love the support and we we love how everybody in our communities come together. There was so many people at our game on Friday night against Pleasantville. Uh, it was a great home opener. Uh, it was our youth football night as well, and there might have been a, I think there might have been a hundred little kids out there on the football field with us for the national anthem, and creating a tunnel for the guys to take the field. So it was a ton of fun. We we got a tremendous community following, and, and the support here is unbelievable. So uh, we go out there and play hard. 
hard and, and we, you know, we love the support. So appreciate everything everybody's done here at LS. Well, uh, we've been talking to the coach, uh, Mike Parkinson uh, of the uh, Linville Sully team. And uh, thanks for being with us, coach. Uh, and uh, good luck and go Hawks, I guess. Absolutely. Go Hawks. Appreciate this. My pleasure. All right. This is Round Guy Radio with news you can use that won't give you the blues. And uh, thanks for being with us.